0: Welcome to the message number 38. This one is all about forgiveness. How to forgive like Jesus. I hope this gives you encouragement and soup for your soul for the journey ahead. The Bible passage comes from chapter 18 of Matthew. At that point, Peter got up the nerve to ask, Master, how many times do I forgive a brother or sister who hurts me? Seven. Jesus replied, seven hardly. Try 70 times seven. The kingdom of God is like a king who decided to square accounts with his servants. As he got underway, one servant was brought before him who had run up a debt of $100,000. He couldn't pay up. So the king ordered the man, along with his wife and children and goods, to be auctioned off at the slave market. The poor wretch threw himself at the king's feet and begged, Give me a chance and I'll pay it all back. Touched by his plea, the king let him off, erasing the debt. The servant was no sooner out of the room when he came upon his fellow servant, who owed him ten dollars, not much more. He seized him by the throat and demanded, pay up now. The poor wretch threw himself down and begged, give me a chance and I'll pay it all back. But he wouldn't do it. He had him arrested, put in jail until the debt was paid. When the other servants saw this going on, they outraged and brought a detailed report to the king. The king summoned the man and said, you evil servant. I forgave your entire debt when you begged me for mercy. Shouldn't you be compelled to be merciful to your fellow servant who asks for mercy? The king was furious and put the screws to the man until he paid back his entire debt. That's exactly what my Father in heaven is going to do to each one of you who doesn't forgive unconditionally anyone who asks for mercy. Amen. are a masterpiece made by you, but we are a work in progress. Lord, as we look at your word today, may we hear the challenge, but also hear the comfort that you're calling us on a road to forgiveness and redemption. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. My name is Daniel, and I'm the vicar here at Holy Cross. And today... I would like to talk to you about how to forgive like Jesus. How to forgive like Jesus. I was talking to my wife about forgiveness. And, and we were talking about it and all, and I said to her, do you have many people? How do you forgive people? And she thought for a moment, being quite an you know, intellectual person, and she said, I don't really need to forgive anybody from you. <laughs> I thought oh gosh. It made me realise as I looked at the passage afresh that yes we're called to forgive others but we also have uh, the, the grace and the humility that others have to forgive us as well. Even this week as I saw people um, cutting me up in the road, I couldn't stop but have a smile in my, on my face when the person had a cigarette and he was driving really fast and he had to stop the car because the cigarette fell into his, uh, into his car and it was burning the carpet. It made me realise that I still have a work in progress. We need to forgive. I also like to remind us when I say how to forgive like Jesus, it isn't about having to do something for the sake of doing something. We're not here just to follow commands, but the commander. This should lead us to a closer walk with Jesus. The passage is a passage that many of us have heard many times before. One where Peter starts off by saying, how many times should I forgive? Should I forgive like the Jewish custom is up to seven times? But Jesus says no. Seven times seventy-seven. He then shares a parable, a story. Jesus loved to share stories, doesn't didn't he? About how to forgive. So today, quite simply, I'd like to just simply go through why should we forgive? Why is it hard to forgive? and maybe some helpful ideas of how do I do it. First of all, why why should we forgive? Peter was pretty much saying that, really. You know, seven times is enough, right? After that, I've had my lot for the day. I'm really going to give them some. But I believe, reflecting on this and and, uh, books on forgiveness, there are some solid reasons why we should forgive. The first thing is our intimacy with God. If we want to walk with God in the Spirit, we need to be people who forgive on a regular basis. Why should we forgive? That is where your peace and your freedom lies. In the passage we heard about the person being locked in prison. How many times have you had conversations in your mind about somebody? Maybe the vicar. Maybe somebody else. How many times have you wasted hours, days, on unforgiveness? Jesus in this passage says, free yourself, have peace, and forgive. Other reasons why we should forgive? Our usefulness. Really does depend on how much we forgive. If we spend all our time resentful, hard, how can God use someone like that for the gospel? In fact, if you want people to like you, yeah, this is a top tip, okay? Forgive. Your face becomes brighter, your outlook becomes more positive, and people love to be around you. In fact, you would love yourself more. Jesus said 77 times because he wants our mental, our physical and emotional state to be renewed by his spirit and not crushed by unforgiveness. Finally, why should we forgive? I believe our legacy here, our own faith journey is dependent on the degree we forgive. So there's some reasons why we should forgive. But why is it so hard? The passage which we saw was of two men. One man, he owed, in one commentary, 100 bags of gold. I don't know if anyone has 100 bags of gold. And the other person owed maximum three months wages. Maybe less than that. Why is it so hard to forgive? I believe it's so hard to forgive. It's because we forget, don't we? We forget what we have been forgiven. Just like the first man being forgiven so much, he turns to a fellow colleague and says, you need to give me back that. He's forgotten and we forget today we're reminded that God has forgiven us so much. Why is it hard to forgive? Because it's personal, isn't it? The money that was taken was his. Sometimes we think it's our our right. Something of our own being has been compromised. In the passage we see the man also being impatient. If only we took a step back, maybe a step back with God and just breathed and said, "Okay, God, this person has done me wrong. Where do we go from here? You see, we forget, like this man forgot in the passage here, that you have choices. You don't need every time someone takes a hundred denarii or someone takes something from you, you don't need to jump up and say, he or she has no right to say that you have a choice you could actually think okay i could do that that is one way we'll come on to that later on in, in how we respond to this but actually if you think about it what is the other door what is the other way the narrow way that jesus talks about in the scriptures how would jesus forgive this person You see, the problem is why we find it hard to forgive is that, yes, this is a parable and this is one person doing something pretty, well, you know, it is is bad, but it's not really bad. The problem is that we don't know how to have one person to forgive in our lives. We've got a myriad of people and circumstances to forgive. Like my wife has a million things she needs to forgive of me. It's not just my driving. It's the way I clean the dishes. It's the way I do other things. We have so many things. And this man realised, I believe in the parable, that it is a life sentence. Why else do we think we are, we shouldn't forgive? Well, in the parable, we see the person being locked into jail. We don't want anyone to get away with it, do we? Oh, no, because that wouldn't be right. Jesus is reminding us by saying seven times, 77 times. As you may see in my email, I do this every email, as I try and pray, God help me to forgive seven times, 77 times. Because reason would say otherwise. And just like in this passage here, even though we've been forgiven a lot, The second man, I believe, thinks he is the exception to the rule. Everyone needs to forgive, except me. Yeah, I've been there. This clearly is the exception to the rule. There is always a loophole, as Woody Allen used to talk about with salvation. There must be a loophole somewhere. Jesus says, even with you. You are still called to forgive. Now obviously, I'm not talking about if it is um, something that is incredibly, incredibly deep and legal. Or is it something to do with uh, uh, some sort of criminal act that's happened against you. There is obviously many things that you may need to work towards that forgiveness. And then you may need counselling. You may need to speak to different people. You may need to take time over it. Jesus still says, as a follower of Him, we're called on the journey to forgiveness. Why should we forgive? Our freedom depends on it, our usefulness. Why is it hard to forgive? Because we're human, aren't we? And I'd just like to share just the last part of this talk about how do i forgive something which i'm on a life journey with and hopefully you are too the reason why we should forgive is because of jesus remember this is how to forgive like jesus not to how to forgive like gru from the minions or how to forgive like even the king of england how to forgive like jesus we had on Thursday, on Holy Cross Day, Lee Kirby come from St Thomas's, and he reminded us of this baptism that took place at their church. They have a full immersion baptism. And the person who was baptised said, I want to stay under as long as possible because I want my old self to be completely and utterly gone. They thought, this is a bit strange, you know. We don't want him to uh, get to heaven quite yet. So we, a little bit longer than normal, and he came out a new person. That's what following Jesus is. I am a new creation, it says, doesn't it? Not only in the hymn, but in Corinthians. The old is gone. The new has come. Therefore, we would forgive in front of an audience of one, in front of Jesus himself. That's why we should forgive. Why else should we forgive? As in the passage, because of grace. People are forgiving you and are forgiving me as I speak, I'm sure. There's probably people in the world that you may not know of, you walk through it, and this is part of God's grace, where I'm sure people are having to forgive me. And so... God has forgiven, as I've mentioned many times, and has thrown our sins into the bottom of the ocean. And as Corey Ten Boom has said, God's put a sign up saying no fishing as well. We are beautifully made, wonderful. And yet, God has forgiven us so much. How do I forgive? And this is is really something which we could have a whole, whole lifetime looking at. Forgiving is a process. When Jesus says these words here, seven times 77, he doesn't just walk off. He doesn't say, go on, off you go, that's it. He is with you in the process. The process may involve you, like the Psalms, screaming to God. Saying, that person wronged me. That person insulted me. That person really did something bad to me. But the process also says not to ridicule that person who has hurt you. The process is to be like Jesus. Not like an English person. But like Jesus. To follow it through and say, God, even though I'm here and I can't forgive this person at the moment, I want to get to there. I want to forgive. Help me get to there. Don't leave me here. My life is too precious, too important to you, God, to allow it to be crippled by unforgiveness. How do I forgive? When I find it hard, I check in with myself. I say, okay, Dan, how are you doing? Karen, who's not here today, she always says what she would love in the vicar, because people generally in life are normally very busy, and they are really super, sort of, got lots going on. Out of 10, a lot of people have got pressures at 9s and 10s. We want you to be a three or a two, so we want you to be really relaxed. And I take that as a sign from God, to be really relaxed and try and spend time with him and get my own life sorted out. But I say it back to you too. If out of 10, your stress levels are as an eight, nine, or 10, then it's going to be really, really hard for you to forgive, isn't it? Because anything could turn you upside down. So i say to you today, how are you? Maybe you could say that to yourself for a moment. How am I? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I eating right? Am I enjoying this life along with all the pressures and all the other things that happen? If not, then I bring it back to you. Your forgiveness may be to do with how you are. What are your values? We went through 10 values I suggested with you at the beginning of the year. I won't give you a test, but these are them. A rhythm, having a sense of being hidden, a humility, politeness, kindness, and a composure with the inner values. The outer values were on passion, positivity, courageousness, adventure, and expectancy for God to move. Coming into land... How else should we forgive? We must remember our story. I love stories. Jesus loves stories. You love stories. Your story, if it was a movie, is not going to end of you crushing and burning in unforgiveness. Your story, your faith story, is going to rise out of any unforgiveness you have and move on to better things. Yes, there'll be other times to forgive on the way. But your story started in your baptism 1, 10, 15, 150 years ago. No, no one's that old here. Uh, A long time ago. Yeah. And along the way, you've had ups and downs. It's a bit like a graph. I believe our closeness to Jesus, the more we're like Jesus, is getting closer and closer to what Jesus is like. Like a graph. But the problem is, we like to think, It's just a graph that goes up like that. We're getting closer to Jesus like this. But really, if you think of our baptism being down here and Jesus being up here, and this is our uh, uh, years of our life, it's really a bit like this, up and down, up and down. If you keep at it, you realise you are becoming more like him because your story says, I have not given up on Jesus. I've kept on going. Finally. I want to remind you God has called you to be an eagle. Not a chicken. I don't know if we have any chickens in here today quacking along going quack, quack, quack. I don't think there are any chickens here. None of us here pecking each other. We're called to rise above. If you find people pecking you or squabbling around like chickens, Jesus says in Isaiah 40, even young people run out of energy, run out of steam. But those who wait on the Lord, those who wait on him, will rise like the eagle and soar on eagle's wings. This quote stuck with me all week and I'm gonna say it to you twice because it's a short one, but it's a beautiful one about forgiveness. Listen to this. Faith is the bird that fills the light and sings when the dawn is still dark. Say that one more time. Faith is the bird that fills the light and sings when the dawn is still dark. So I encourage you today, as followers of the crucified one, the followers of the humiliated one, who builds a community here amongst us, saved by grace, bought at a price, to forgive even though it hurts. Why? Because Jesus says with him you can do all things and you could conquer even that unforgiveness and rise again. And be a follower of him with hope, joy and peace. I'll leave that with you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, that was really encouraging. I love the fact that forgiveness really does help ourselves, give ourselves peace and freedom and gives our health back to where it should be. And it's great just to talk about how hard it is to forgive, isn't it? Because it really is hard. And it's great also that God has given us so many ways and so much strength to help us on our journey towards forgiveness. Why don't we say the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.